Ready? Hitting record now. All right, we're recording. Okay. Welcome to episode 13 of That's Not What Andrea Told Me. In a fitting tribute to Unlucky 13, we are taking on a spooky topic tonight. Ooh, that's right. This week is all about ghosts and the paranormal. So, uh, Yes, it's so spooky. Uh, so I guess go ahead and decide now how you uh, feel one way or the other. If you're a person who, you know, does feel like there are things in the world or not, and then listen to our stories and then then write in t- and tell us if we just right. your mind. Yes, we will absolutely accept listener mail on this topic. <laughs> Tinwadampod at gmail.com. <laughs> Send us a DM on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I will say, you know, I uh, am friends with a whole bunch of academics, people who have dedicated their lives to the study of thing, all things evidence-based. And it has come up a number of times about how nobody believes in ghosts except me, except one friend, Rachel, who's only been at Montevallo for, this is year three, I think. And but unfortunately, she came and she wasn't living in town. Then she moved into town. Then the pandemic hit. So it's only been kind of recently that she's been able to hang out with people. Mm -hmm. And so this came up like only about a month ago and (laughs) people were teasing her, you know, and like pushing her. And I was like, Rachel, you stand firm in your beliefs. If you think there are ghosts, then you think there are ghosts. You do not let these people try to change your mind. <laughs> Good for you. funny. Yeah. So this is another one that was on our very original list of that one night we were laying in bed brainstorming potential podcast topics. And this is but a dream in our eyes or whatever. <laughs> and twinkle in our eyes, a star yeah, but- in our head. What's the phrase? I think that it's a twinkle in the eye, but I think that's in reference to child. Oh, well, isn't this in a way like our baby? Yes, it is. But one of the reasons is because our papa, who is the inspiration for the name of this podcast, he always grew up telling us ghost stories and man, and he was the best storyteller. Mm -hmm. Actually, both of our grandfathers were fantastic storytellers. I hate that we didn't have this podcast then because, oh my gosh, like we could have. I know. Oh my gosh. And so Papa grew up in the town of New Edinburgh, Arkansas. And for many years, they lived in a farmhouse that had a big front porch, a dog trot down the middle. Dog and run. Then, oh, excuse me, dog run. On one side was a kitchen and a living room. And on the other side were two bedrooms. I believe there was an outhouse. I feel 99% sure there was an outhouse. Mm -hmm. And Papa was in the mix with seven children. And his older two brothers, I think at the time that his ghost story happened, I think the older two brothers were both out of the house, but one of them had come back. And in fact, I think it was Uncle Woody. And so he had a brother in bed with him that night. And so that's the other thing is that they kind of shifted and changed beds, who, sh- who shared what bed. And so I think sometimes brothers, when they came back, they would bunk in the living room. Sometimes they'd bunk in the room that Papa was in. And this particular night, Papa was in bed and one of the brothers was in bed and or was home. Maybe that was it. It was just that a brother was home because Papa woke up and he saw the figure of a woman standing at the foot of his bed. And he assumed it was his brother playing a trick on him. 
And so he was like, oh, you know, Woody or whoever it was, you know, stop. So he tried to go back to sleep and then, you know, so he woke up a couple of times and that figure didn't really move. So the next day or so he told someone and come to find out there was a woman who was buried on that property at some point in time. And so he believes that it was the ghost of that woman who was buried on the property. So that was his story. I'm inclined to believe it because Papa would never lie to us. So true. But I feel like there was more, was there more to it? Or was it just, was it just scarier when he told it? Uh, I think it was just scarier when he told it. (gasps) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he would describe the, the waking up and seeing and then being like, Woody go away. And then he wouldn't go away. And you know, yeah. um, yeah. And I think he probably painted a better picture of the room and stuff like that. But, but yeah. And yeah. then I, I think he had a couple of others, but that's the one that stands in my mind. The woman at the foot mm-hmm. of his bed. Okay. Um, yeah. Personally. Uh, and if, if anyone is unfamiliar with a, a dog run house, so it literally mm-hmm. is open through the middle, but they were out, you know, kind of in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So you would never see that kind of house today. I don't think. Yeah. yeah and it, it was that way for ventilation purposes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now with the air con and such, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, I, so I'm of the opinion, especially that kids and animals are especially in tune with this kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, things that are slightly out of the norm. And I think, especially with kids, right. A lot of it's because nobody's beaten them down yet and told them that they shouldn't (laughs) believe in ghosts. So in that vein, I think we have mentioned on this podcast before that we used to go spend summers in Fort Worth with our grandparents, with Mimi and Papa, and they lived in this house. It's actually, Mimi still lives in that house today. It's got the main entryway, the living area is off to the left, and then the bedrooms are off to the right with one bathroom in between. And the bathroom is one of those that has like a full, one side is a, what do you call it? Like a counter space. Mm-hmm. And then there's a big mirror. So there's always been a big mirror in that bathroom. And Mimi told me once upon a time that I told her, like I was talking about talking to some lady and she was like, where did you talk to a lady? And I probably was like five or six at the time. And she said that I told her it was a lady that was in the mirror. Ooh, so. creepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have zero recollection of that. However, I remember when we would go visit when we were a little bit older, do you remember they had the sofa bed that would make out um, and, and we would sleep on the sofa bed and usually mm-hmm. mom would sleep in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And so do you remember that sofa bed faced the front entryway? Mm-hmm. And in that front entryway, there was a mirror and I don't know, it was kind of like a decorative mirror with some stuff around it. I swear I saw reflections of things in that mirror that I shouldn't have been seeing. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It, I mean, it might've just been like whatever was behind us, but I think what was behind us was that big painting of that house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it was a wall. <laughs> yeah. It was a wall. So yeah, I just, I remember multiple nights where I would wake up and I know of course at the time I didn't have special eyes. So yeah. there's also that, but I feel like I would wake up and be like, I, there is something there. I could tell something is there. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. so. And for our listeners, Andrea's special eyes refers to when she had LASIK. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Slash the time that Casey gave me the gift of sight. It's true, I did. <laughs> because I drove her to her appointment and That's home. Right. And home. 
Yeah. And, and drugged it, you so you would sleep for a long that's time. Right. And checked on me to make sure mm-hmm. I awoke from said drugs. So <laughs> <laughs> you 100% oh, gave me the gift was, of sight. That was fun. That was what fun. time is it? No, wait, I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> LASIK is magical, my friends. It's magical. <laughs> Don't take medical um, advice from me, though. Yeah. Or either one. We're not, yeah. we are not medical doctors. We are not. But so, an interesting point that you make about kids and dogs, because we, like you said, we've grown up with these stories. I, you know, I, I believe in ghosts, mm-hmm. but one of the questions you posed to me was, well, what are your ghost stories? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think I have some, but I honestly just don't remember. And I think that I, as a person, mm-hmm. am just, nope, nope, a giant spider. Nope. Sorry. Spiders are good though. They eat mosquitoes. <laughs> did you see it coming dangling down no. in front of my face? Like some kind of demon of darkness? Maybe yeah. it's a reincarnated ghost of Bobby. Well, okay, fine, but get out of my face. <laughs> be a ghost, um, just don't be a ghost in my face. Yeah, <laughs> I did not like that. Um, so we've grown up with these stories, but I am so easily spooked. Like, not only do I not watch horror movies or scary movies, I can't watch the trailers. Mm-hmm. I will just look away and mute mm-hmm. if I am watching something with commercials because I I can't I can't handle it. It will it will spook me. <laughs> sleeping but yeah so I don't think I have as good of stories as you but yeah on this topic but well and I mean to be clear like yeah I don't think I spook easily but I mean I'm definitely creeped out by things in in big ways and you know something else that I I don't know if you know this whole thing do you remember how a lot of times I'll talk about my feeling yes okay so do you remember the origin of that no. Uh, to me, that's also ghost related ish. Okay. So when we were kids, after mom and dad split up and we were living in the townhouse, one year around Halloween, our uncle Woody died. And uncle Woody was Papa's brother, one of my favorite. And I didn't get to go to the funeral because I think the funeral was midweek or something. And it would have been in Arkansas. And I, I think I was in first or second grade. And so mom was gone for Halloween and she had Darla and Pete take us trick-or-treating that year. And I guess I'm assuming we stayed with them. I don't think we stayed on our own. <laughs> um, and it, that is the first time that I had that feeling. And it was one of those evenings right around Halloween. I don't know if it was actually Halloween, but it's something for me. It's in the air and I can't exactly pinpoint it. It's, it's always cooler weather. It doesn't have to be like a certain temperature thing, but it's always cooler weather. And it is just this weird sensation that takes over me. And I just kind of shudder. I, I just have to kind of shake it off. And I don't like it. It's, it always kind of freaks me. But to me, that's got some relationship with, or I at least relate it to when Uncle Woody died. And, and then I subsequently have it just randomly. Mm-hmm. Um, like sometimes at night, sometimes in the morning, like it really is just every once in a while, but, but it is usually when it's cold outside or cool outside anyways. Hmm. So, yeah. Um, Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Mom will be correcting me about when uncle Woody died and uh, when the funeral was, I feel certain. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay. So, but the other thing that I think for the two of us is 
we have always bought old houses. Mm -hmm. And so my Houston house was built in 1954. And I don't know much about the original owners or anything. yeah. Yeah. And then this house was built in 52 and it was single owner. So the former mayor and his wife lived here. They built the house for them and their daughter at the time. They had a baby. I I think he was a whoopsie-daisy baby, but he's significantly, he's like 10 years younger than his sister. And that's the reason they converted the garage, if you remember, Mm. into the playroom. And so they lived in this house. Anne died in the 90s at some point. I don't know if she died in the home or not. And then Grady died in 2006 or eight. And so, I don't know, I just feel like when you have a person who has had a connection to a house, Mm -hmm. there's a higher likelihood of that person showing back up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then your houses have both been older. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm fidgeting like crazy because I'm terrified the spider is going to come back for me. Uh, Every time my headphone cord touches my leg, I'm like, yeah. So my first house that I owned was built in the mid Mm sixties. And like your house, I don't have as much of the backstory on it Mm -hmm. uh, except for the people I bought it from, but I don't think they had lived there all that long. And yeah, I don't really remember anything particularly creepy happening in that house. There was the creepy room. Yeah. I think they had converted the garage and I think they used it as a dark room because they were Mm -hmm. photographers but it was very creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Did not like it. Then this house was built in 1960 uh, and it was also a single owner. It was a husband and wife. He was military. And then I think they settled here. It's, you know, it's a, it's a very military city. If you're not familiar with San Antonio, they had four kids. They all grew up here. And she, I guess, I, I think I remember from the seller's disclosure that she did die in the house. And yeah, so I, I do feel very much like she still is mm-hmm. about. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Tell your front yard story. So one, this was several years ago. So we have a swing for, there's a giant magnolia tree in our front yard and it has the perfect branch for a swing. It comes out horizontally and then goes back up. So we have a swing on that branch or, you know, tied to that branch. So I was outside with him and I think just swinging him and there was no one around, like no, none of our neighbors were out. There was nobody driving by that I recall. Mm -hmm. Um, and all of a sudden I smelled a a perfume, Mm -hmm. like kind of like an older lady perfume. And I guess she just was hanging out with us in the front yard Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I don't know what else that smell would have been or where it would have been coming from. Yeah. It was not, it was not a laundry smell, you know, like, you know, sometimes you, yeah, yeah, you could smell it when your dryer is on or something. Yeah, yeah. but it, it was not that. It was very much a perfume. Yeah, absolutely. So I believe you, man. I believe you. These things are legit. I also very much believe in spaces having juju. Yes. There's a classroom in you, mom. It's not that I think it's haunted, but that classroom has bad juju for me. I do not ever want to teach in that classroom. I just, mm. I, I don't feel like I've ever had a great experience in it. I, I don't know. It's just, I do yeah. not, I do not like, do not want to teach in there. Do we need to smudge some sage in there? I think that would be wise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. And you know, Val's house is an interesting story. So it was two women who built it together, presumably a couple. It would have been the forties. So it wouldn't have been official mm-hmm. or anything, but I, I think Val would have some stories too, if we 
if we asked her, but she did, she had our friend Cynthia rub sage in, in the house, but when it was kind of gutted before yeah. she, yeah, before she redid it, <laughs> but yeah, and she- her, her door knocker still has their name on it. Oh, funny. Yeah. It's kind of very lightly and fine pointedly carved into the like point of the door knocker. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I've never noticed that. Yeah. It's very cool. But yeah. So I think old houses are absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely where it's at. And, you know, I, I mean, you know how it is old houses settling and creeks and things yeah. like that. You know, I've gotten much u- more used to that now, but I don't know. It's something there. Michael and Cheryl have a haunted China cabinet. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. So when Michael's father died, I think his father was the last one to die, but when his parents had died and his sisters didn't want any of the furniture. So Michael and Cheryl ended up with a lot of this very cool uh, family heirloomy antique furniture. And this China cabinet sits in the corner of the dining room and you'll just be sitting there talking and all of a sudden it'll creak and make a noise. And then, yeah, we're always like, oh, the ghost is here. <laughs> but they don't believe. No, but they humor me and let me believe it's mm. a ghost. <laughs> yeah. Do you think they would, be- Good. do you think they would believe it if it was like throwing the China? Mm, probably so. Yeah. That's very okay. poltergeisty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And actually, as I think about it, the, the most recent time that everybody was ganging up on me and Rachel, Michael and Cheryl were not there. Okay, but but Michael's a philosopher, so I do feel pretty Mm -hmm. certain that he has rational explanations for stuff. But 100, (laughs) there are there are things about in this world. I think I did just remember a time. Speaking of the creeks and things that houses make, my first job, well, second job really out of college, but it was the first job I had here in San Antonio. I dog sat for a coworker, and I had to drive way far out, and the dog was 18 years old, I think, (laughs) and so I was terrified. He was deaf. And I was like, oh, this dog is going to, is going to die on my watch because, you know, he couldn't hear. So he would just not make any kind of um, motion when I would come in. So they told me where I could sleep and there was something about that house. And it wasn't, it was not an old house. It was Mm -hmm. a pretty new house and a Mm -hmm. newer development, like way out in San Antonio. But I literally did not sleep at all. I left the house at about five o'clock in the morning and went into work super yeah. early because I was like I gotta get out of here yeah bad juju man bad juju mm-hmm. yeah you just yeah. know it yeah I did you not like it. it that just came back to me yeah <laughs> gave, me, gave me the willies mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's creepy <laughs> I know do you remember mom likes the story uh of how when I was in high school I went with the cousins to watch Blair Witch Project and like it scared me so bad I didn't want to be home alone I don't think I wanted to take showers. I don't even know. I didn't want to do anything. Mom would remember exactly how long, but I was scared for a very long time. Well, what's funny is since then, I've watched more scary things. And, you know, I just feel like my overall palette has changed. I listen to a lot of ghosty podcasts and things like that. And I just love a good ghost story. So I thought I'll watch Blair Witch again as an adult and see. And I I bet it's fine. It was not fine. I was, I was so scared. I'm not even sure I finished it. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I've never seen it. No, interest. Um, yeah. I don't think no. you would like it, mm-hmm. but, but it was unique and different in its time. Cause you know, the whole thing was, yeah. we didn't know, is it real? Is it not? We don't know. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I can't even watch like suspenseful movies. Yeah. I get so keyed up. Well, I get that way. I watched the haunting of Hill house. I watched that with Venchy. I couldn't have watched it alone. Both of them. There was the haunting of Hill house and then shoot. 
the second season had a slightly different name and that one they were both pretty creepy yeah Um, yeah and it was like I needed to be watching it with somebody and attached and (laughs) Mm -hmm. and not sleep alone (laughs) that's yeah that and if I had watched it I think I would probably literally sleep with lights on yeah I mean that's fair it is it is creepy I will sometimes you know you and I both do like the podcast lore which Mm -hmm. is sometimes scarier yeah especially especially in his telling right I know kind of has that voice of a spooky voice. Yes. He's such a good storyteller. So there have been some of his that especially, I don't like to listen to his podcast with my headphones on because then I feel like <laughs> I'm not well enough aware of my surroundings, you know, like sort of creep up on me. Yeah. There've been a few of his that are, that are nice and nice and eerie. I like them. So then the other things so we talked a little about kids, but I also think dogs are telltale attuned to things, dogs mm-hmm. and cats. Willie used to randomly, and I will say this, he never did this in, so we lived together in my apartment in Austin mm-hmm. and then in mom and Dan's house and then in my apartment in Houston, Houston. And then in our house in Houston, and this didn't start until we moved into the house. And so, of course, by that time, he was a little older. He would have been six or so at that time, but he was not blind. He was not deaf. And he would occasionally just pop up and look in a direction and start barking or just stare. And I mean, and I would look like, okay, is it a roach? Is it a mouse? Like, is there something else? You know, and it never was. It never was anything. So one night I had a false alarm with Waylon. This was here in, in Montevallo. We were in my bed. I was laying down. I was reading and I had this dresser at the time across the room from me that had a little mirror. Okay. And so all of a sudden Waylon sits up and starts staring at that mirror and growling. And he's growling and it's a real low growl and he's clearly agitated. And I'm look, like, I'm afraid to look in the mirror, but also looking in the mirror and I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what it is. And lo and behold, which this is actually probably worse. It was a roach crawling. He could see the reflection of oh a roach crawling above right you. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Yeah, I know. So then I saw that and then I, then I was way more scared than I ever would have mm-hmm. been. Um, <laughs> yeah. I did not care for that. So I think what I did, right, I, I killed him, got a flip-flop or something, got him and he fell. And then I think I left him there for several years because I didn't want to deal sure. with him. That's <laughs> yeah. what he deserved. Yeah, I can't, I can't be bothered. Uh, I, yeah, so I think our final thing will be your scariest story of all. Well, so this takes place in the Houston house. And I will say this too, in the Houston house, you know, I'm a person who has mostly lived alone in my adult life and I'm a very neat and orderly person and uh, I have been most of my adult life. And so I put things in their place. My house is always organized because everything has a place and it goes in its place. Yes. And if you remember when I first moved into the Houston house, I was like, I swear somebody is messing with stuff. I would just have a, a, a concrete recollection of putting something somewhere and then I would come back and it was on my bed or whatever. And hmm. it was like, this is just not a thing I ever do, you know? Yeah. So I had some of that. And, but actually at the time I was like, is somebody breaking into my house and mess or is somebody living in my attic? Is there a, you know, a weird thing? Cause there's a pretty famous story where a woman had somebody living in her attic. Um, anyways, nobody was living in my attic. 
I will say at the time I did have a roommate. This is when Eric was living with me, which is why I didn't freak out immediately. So I was sound asleep and I swear that I felt somebody shaking because I typically sleep on my back with my feet, you know, kind of like holding my toes, top of my foot and shaking my foot and saying, Andrea, 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 like trying to get me to wake up. And it was so vivid that I, I sat up and I, I, I just knew that Eric was going to be at the foot of my bed, waking mm-hmm. me up for some reason. And he was not. And then the next day we got the phone call that our uncle Kevin had died that night before. <laughs> so I don't know. And I feel like I've had a few of those things where somebody dies and I, it's not like I wake up at the exact moment. I'm not mm-hmm. purporting that at all, but I do feel like I've had a couple of other instances where somebody that I am close to, not that I was super close to uncle Kevin or anything, but that something has happened and I, it jostles me awake or something wakes me up. And so, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, it's just, it's so, so vivid and I can just hear, I can just hear it, you know? I actually did. Yes. Yeah, so this, it has to be that I block things out because that reminded me the other day I was sound. Well, I was going to say I was sound asleep, but I was, I think I was still like fairly dozing. Yeah. It was just me and the kids here. And I felt like someone pushed me in my back. And so I startled awake. Yeah. And I had a little bit of a hard time going back to sleep after that because absolutely it it was like what else could that have been yeah yeah it's it's weird I I don't like those sensations of somebody touching you it's Mm -hmm. it's very weird yeah um yeah and I mean and I just feel like too like a lot of people get those weird like you feel like somebody's behind you and you turn around and nobody's there you know like there's just lots of those little things that people who don't believe in ghosts are like well Mm -hmm. it's just our mind blah 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 no it's not it's a ghost (laughs) yeah russell has that sleep what is it called sleep paralysis sleep oh yes Um, yes sleep or night terrors no i don't think it's night terrors but if something will be happening so it's probably a dream Mm -hmm. he feels like he's awake Mm -hmm. but his eyes are closed yes and so what will usually start happening is we're in bed and i usually stay up later than him and then it will sound like he is trying to scream but with his mouth closed. Wow. Um, or like cry out, maybe not scream, right, but right. you know, make noise. Yeah. Uh, and he's very lightly thrashing. So I just, I have to shake him awake. Yeah. And he usually feels like he can't breathe or like somebody is holding him down right, or things like that. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So I think there's that. And then I think there's another th- condition where, You do wake up, but you are physically paralyzed. Okay. See. Yeah, that exists too. I I think I've heard the latest. (laughs) I started typing sleep. So I have sleep puh typed Uh in the Google search. And it's sleep paralysis, sleep paralysis demons. Sure. All right. It's very common. You're unable to move or speak while falling asleep or waking up. Okay. But that sounds like a deep dream, but he thinks he's awake. That's very interesting. I have heard him talk about that before. It's a condition identified by a brief loss of muscle control. Tonia one, Mm. falling asleep or waking up. People often have hallucinations during episodes of sleep paralysis. Mm, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. 
Spooky Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Versus a night terror. Which that's is also, that's what I was also thinking. very common. Yes. That's what I was thinking. Um, a sleep chair is an episode of screaming, intense fear, or flailing while still asleep. Okay. They're often paired with sleepwalking. It usually lasts a few minutes, but it could last longer. Yeah. It affects 40% of children. Yeah. Do you remember when I went through my sleepwalking phase? Mm-hmm. So, I do. Yeah. Yeah. One sleepwalking time- is so creepy to me. I'm glad I've not ever seen it. And when mom describes it, when I was doing it, it was very creepy. I was probably only 12 or 13. But I I feel like it happened for a period of years. I think it was. I think it was the period of years that must not be named. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that there's any relationship, but so. So ghosts exist. I've seen them. Mm -hmm. Just kidding. I've actually seen anything, but I've felt them. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, let us know what you think, dear listener. That's right. Or share your stories with us. That's right. That would be really fun. That would be fun. And you know, our friend Howard wants us to do an episode of this that is oh, like yeah. a call-in show. Yeah. And so <laughs> like a radio show. Yeah. I mean, we could easily do that. Yeah. And so perhaps we could do a follow-up that is a call-in show where our listeners can share their spooky encounters i love it yeah i I think howard would like that okay we'll brainstorm so (laughs) so people you have to let us know if you have one and then if we have enough we'll do a call in a call in show (laughs) (laughs) i love it (laughs) well a little bit wait hold on Mm -hmm. before we sign off what was the creepy thing you did didn't you do some, oh no, wait, in, I was thinking you did something weird in Peru. It wasn't that it was, you got to go to the bathroom and then you tried to get in my bed. <laughs> That's one of my favorite Peru stories. So we could tell that real quick. Okay. So in Peru, we were in the middle of the Andes mountains. So at night it was dark, dark. There was literally no light and our rooms didn't have clocks. Like it was so, so dark. Yeah. And so I, I got up. Yeah. I went to the bathroom and the bathroom was at the foot of our beds. And so then I was just trying to like crawl back into bed. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. She has to take a coughing break. One moment, please. please. Yeah. And you're like, "Uh, uh, no, this is my bed. And then I was, and then I just remember, I don't know if we've shared this with our listeners, we didn't stay in the same place multiple nights. And so yeah. then I had to remember where is my bed? Like, yeah. which direction <laughs> do I need to now move? And I just remember being a little bit paralyzed of like, is my bed to the right or the left? I don't know. <laughs> and I can't see a GD thing. <laughs> yeah. So in my head, you were sleepwalking, but you weren't, you no, just I couldn't I just, see. I just couldn't see a darn thing. <laughs> that is, I actually thought of that the other day. And it, every time I think about it, it cracks me up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, now you can start with your sign off again. Yeah. Well, a little bit. If I die first, I'm definitely coming back to haunt you. Yeah. And honestly, I would expect nothing less. Yeah. My goal would be not to come back. (laughs) Oh, well, yeah. If we do, though, I think together we should haunt the children and spook them into making good decisions. Well, that's a really good idea, right? We can use our powers for good. 
Yeah, continue controlling their life choices. Exactly. <laughs> Through the power of the paranormal. Exactly. That's what we'll do. <laughs> All right. All right. I, I love talking ghosts with you. Same. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.